Good afternoon and welcome to the Keswick Ripple Podcast. My name is Jim Lang. I'm the Director of Guest Services here at America's Keswick. And each week we want to bring you a testimony that we hope encourages your heart and life. One of the most dynamic parts of our ministry is that when a man or woman comes to one of our programs, God radically changes their life and then sends them back out into their families, their communities, their churches, and just as a work of change in every life that they touch. And so uh, it's my privilege to introduce to you today James, and uh, I was real excited for this interview because James and I have gotten a chance to, to know one another over the last eight months. And so, James, why don't you tell us a little bit about your life before the Colony of Mercy? Sure. Uh, first, thanks, Jim, for having me on this. Thanks for asking me to do this. It's a real privilege. Um, prior to coming into the Colony, I would say that uh, the word that defined my life was directionless. Um, I had a pretty normal childhood that I considered normal. Um, went to college, um, but I was just kind of like flowing, just kind of going with the you know flow of things. And um, I started using, uh, drinking alcohol in high school. Um, that progressed to harder drugs in college. Um, and that kind of, that speaking of direction, that was kind of my only direction, was trying to find comfort in drugs and substances, um, trying to find comfort in just being around people, being accepted, and the drugs and alcohol certainly helped that, what I, what I thought helped that. Um, I got a job coming out of college. I held down the job for about six years. That didn't work out. I uh, became a personal trainer after that. That didn't work out. Um, and my drug use progressed to me using heroin on a daily basis um, for about three years prior to coming into the colony. Now, um so you're using drugs, life's kind of spiraling out of control. How did you hear about the Colony of Mercy? So once again, I grew up in the area, um, but my stepfather, his dad, came through uh, the Colony of Mercy 25 years ago for his, uh, for his addiction. Yeah, and that's so amazing to see sometimes where we have guys who come through and just you know, generations ago or, or family, family members, uncles, dads have come through so long ago yeah. and just uh, you know, God uses their lives to, to influence ours. And so... Um, during your time in the program, how did God speak to your heart? Mm. He's still speaking to my heart. I'm, a, I'm an intern today, um, and I'm still experiencing the program um, in a different way, but still in the program as an intern, which is amazing. But specifically in the colony, um, I would say he opened me up to being comfortable with sharing uh, with others, um, if you want to call it confession, but just being vulnerable with others, finding people that I trusted, to share with, to share my past about, to share, you know, my secrets about, to share things that I was ashamed of, to share things that I felt guilty of. Um, he really um, spoke to me and told me that it was safe to do that. Um, and through that, he uh, he gave me trust in him because there was safety in sharing. It was amazing that the sharing process really opened my eyes to how healthy that can be um, and how progressive that can be. And so this change God's doing in your life, how did it affect uh, your relationships, relationships with your family members, things like that? Yeah, similar along those same lines. Um, like I said, I found, I found people in the colony, found guys, um, a handful of guys um, that I was able to share with, become close with. And through that, seeing God work through those relationships, he really gave me confidence to talk to my family about my, my past and my history. Um, and I was able to speak with uh, each one of my family members during my time in the colony, during the visits they came on, um, to talk to them about, 
you know, having difficult conversations. Um, and I really felt like it was so healthy um, to have those conversations with my mother, with my sister, with my brother. And uh, speaking of my sister, it's my nephew Isaiah's sixth birthday today. So I want to say happy birthday to Isaiah. So, awesome. Yeah. And so you didn't just stay for the, the four-month program. You stayed for deception. You've now been here for quite some time. What, what made you stay longer than, than what normally uh, people stay for? Um, the obvious answer for me, um, I, I think even coming into the colony, I was saying, you know what, I'll probably stay. Um, I think it had a lot to do with me being local, so I felt comfortable in this area. But specifically, I would say that I didn't really have anything pulling me to leave here. I came in, I lost my job. I, didn't, I don't have a significant other. I don't have a wife. I don't have a girlfriend. Um, I don't have kids. So it was very obvious to me that I didn't want to take those things, those lack of uh, responsibilities, call them for granted, because uh, especially coming in here and seeing what the other guys were dealing with, you know, having things that were pulling them away from here. I said, you know what? It's very obvious that God had me specifically in a place where I could stay. Um, but I do want to add that that choice. I remember the thought that God gave me. He said, you know what? I could change your mind today i could change it tomorrow and i could pull you from here and my will could be for you to leave but he never told me that so i'm thankful i've been here for just over a year and it's been an amazing experience now one of the things that's offered in the discipleship program is something called trauma counseling and so um why don't you tell us a little bit about trauma counseling and, and why you decided to enroll in that um i'll answer the second part first um once again, it was it was obvious to me that I wanted to be a part of trauma counseling when they offered it to me. Um, my father, my birth father, passed away when I was 13. So it was a decision that I said, I know that experience for me was traumatic, um, even without even knowing really uh, what trauma counseling entailed. I knew that that experience for me was traumatic. Um, and a little bit of what it entails is just going through incidents, going through experiences of my past, um, being able to process them, being able to talk about them, being able to share about them in a safe group, in a safe environment with counselors that know what they're doing. That's the amazing thing. It really, it's, my eyes have been opened to the um, knowledge, to the professionalism of the counselors here, um, how God is using um, my counselors and the other members of the group has been really amazing. Um, and I guess just to keep it short, it's been an experience of saying it's okay to share, uh, to even think about, to maybe even relive those experiences, and then to be able to grow from that and, and bring God's truth into the scenario of uh, my past life. Awesome. So what's been really encouraging is to see how many people are, are watching these interviews each week. And so um, more than likely, there's someone watching today that, that, that is maybe struggling with, with drugs and alcohol. What, what would you say to them today? Mm. I would say that you have another option. You have another option besides your addiction. Today, you can make the choice, um, especially with the scenario of what's going on with this virus. You can call someone today. You can email someone today. I hope if you're watching this today, that you will reach out that you will make this the decision to make a change, not just for your sobriety, but for the rest of your life. This Keswick has the answer, and the answer is Jesus. And please make the decision today to reach out to someone, change your life for the better, and you will experience what God has to offer you. Awesome. 
Well, thank you, James, for, for sharing a little bit of, of your story. And we're just so thankful that, you, that you've joined us for, for this podcast. We want to encourage you, if it's been an encouragement to your heart, that you would share this so that it can encourage others' lives as well. Thank you for joining us.